Hey everybody, welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, disgusting, awful, wonderful ideas and turn them into the next AAA video games. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. Blake, can we be quiet here? I need you to come down. Oh, I'm not in the same house as you, but I will. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. What's up? Okay, okay. You need to be quiet also. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody's listening to this show. Somebody? Now, there's two possibilities. One, we have an eavesdropper. Or two, we have accidentally tapped into an unknown force. Let me oh, explain. No. Okay, okay. Well, th- well, this is bad because I-, I thought this I thought this was a private channel. I thought you and I were like... I thought it was a private channel too, which mm-hmm. is maybe more concerning because that means that we might be staring at the unknown, unseeable cosmic force that we've accidentally typed into. Let me explain. AJ, is it Jerry? At some counting? point... Jerry from accounting might... Is he the mole? Well, he's not on this call. He's not in these calls. We explicitly tell him that he's not allowed to be in the call. But but you're stating that somebody's like like listening in, right? He could be a mole. Okay, look, look, look. look. We're getting away from it because we need to... I need to explain the problem before... I need to explain the problem before we decide what it is that needs to be done about it. Blake, 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 Blake. We did an episode and we said, ha ha, he he, ho ho, wouldn't it be funny if we put... Things in a Final Fantasy game behind a paywall of something you had to consume. We used oh, hot sauce no. as our example, but then Final Fantasy VII said, if you want this cool item, you will have to purchase Butterfingers. Two weeks ago, we sat around and we said, hee hee, ha ha, ho ho, wouldn't it be funny if Lunatics Unleashed came back? And lo and behold, <laughs> Lunatics Unleashed, for those that aren't in the know, Lunatics Unleashed <laughs> came in for a brief cameo in the Animaniacs. <laughs> and then there was another incident where, granted, our timing was a little bit off on it, and maybe this is another piece of evidence that it is not that we are being listened in on, but we have on ta- we have tapped into some sort of cosmic force, a la Speed Force. We That's said, hee hee, ha ha, ho ho, wouldn't it be funny if there were werewolves in the Resident Evil franchise? Now, granted, mm-hmm. the Resident Evil franchise jumped on that a little bit before us, because we said, hee hee, ha ha, ho ho, wouldn't it be funny if, and that was already happening. Here's what I'm saying. Whatever, all of our thoughts come from someplace. So some sort of a great unknowable centrifuge of knowledge. And we are tapped into the same thing. You mm-hmm. are, The parallel thinking continues to hit the same general directions, Blake. We've mm-hmm. tapped into, I think I'm just going to have to call it capitalism force. Because it is, it is the unknowable energy of capitalism. It is something that we continue to skirt and accidentally dip our toe in. We say, hee hee ha ha, lunatics unleashed? Uh-huh, ha, ha, uh-huh. Ha, you have to eat for Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. We need to be so fucking careful about what we're doing because the same horrible knowledge pit that the capitalist and marketing overlords are constantly dipping into to say, mm-hmm. Netflix is going to do this shitty movie. We're canceling this now. Y'all want a show about this? That same shit that makes hey, all of us gonna... go, what are they thinking? We're mm-hmm. tapped into the same thing. This is a force that is so fucking dangerous and I don't know what to do with it, but it's well, there AJ, and it's with us. AJ, and we need to AJ, be so AJ, careful. Spiritual successor LLC is capitalist scum, dude. All our, our main goal is to make games that shouldn't be made and make a fuck ton of money off of it. So I don't see how this bot is actually gives us a leg up because we're obviously our main competitor is Bethesda and they're starting to trip up lately. So I think by using this capitalist force, we got to come up with a better name. Like it's pretty, it's a pretty dumb name admittedly. Cause you think like you hear speed force, gamma radiation, uh, 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 what's that one? Okay, okay. Cosmic well, well, we can workshop the, the name on it. How do you feel about Suck talk- Force? <laughs> We're tapped into the Suck Force. <laughs> Alternatively, Suckage with two C's. <laughs> no, Suck Suck Force is pretty good because it's just I I love. That spiritual successor walks like a weird fucking lie. Like anytime we talk about it, we just, you and I just say, yeah, uh, on suck. And people that don't know what the fuck we're talking about always give give us the weirdest fucking looks. And then I have to take that extra step. Like I'm explaining to family or whatever. It's like, yeah, I have a podcast, you know, and, and then I don't, I don't say the name, but it'd be like, yeah, on suck. You know, me and my buddy, when we're doing suck. 
And they're like, what What are you talking about? What are you and your oh, buddy you doing? Oh, you doing suck over there? Look at me Suck with your buddy. And it's just always this weird moment. I like how Spiritual Successor walks that fine line. Also, my favorite beat is whenever we submit an ad to other podcasts and they tell everybody our Twitter handle, which is just Spiritual Suck with two Cs, we always get a chuckle out of it. And I don't know if they legitimately think it's funny or they're like, I can't believe these fucking guys got, got away with that. That is so <laughs> dumb. And that is part of the suck force, don't? Part of the suck because, like, force. It's, because here's the thing. Because here's how I know that that's part of the suck force is eventually we're going to be big enough that we can give discount codes, and we're gonna have to say enter discount code suck. Suck force, enter suck which force. is such a good, good line for marketing. We're in this. Oh, we're in it. And you know what? I think it's a good idea because problem. because we're public facing, we can go ahead and like. We can be the ones that name this omnipotent force first. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, McDonald's isn't going to come out and be like, oh, and this is the omnipotent force of energy that we tap into every time we want to come up I- with no, a no, new no, 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 mascot. Big idea. big idea. When we submit our toy line to McDonald's, we call it the McSuck Force. And that's a pretty that, mm, idea. <laughs> It's a good idea. Bro. I'm writing that down. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that we can brand this unknowable cosmic power, and I mm-hmm. do think that we can go ahead and brand it Suck Force. So now, moving forward, whenever a brand does something fucking buck wild, we will all know uh, they tapped into the, the Suck Force. To the Suck Force. Or, or more, more concerningly is that I, th- I think that they have better control over it because obviously we're not tapping into the Suck Force every time. Well, There's evidence um, that we are touching it, though. Unlike Barry Allen tapping into the speed force where he's just kind of at one with it, um, what dictates your ability to enter the suck force is how much advertising money you have. You and I are two broke people. <laughs> so it's like a it's just like we imagine make a Imagine what we could do with a budget. Imagine yeah, like if you and I had like a Bethesda game budget, um, how we could just make suck force the game and it would just be it would sell instantly and we'd make a shit ton of money. But hey, I'm writing this on have- my resume. <laughs> No, 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 hear me out. If I, the next creator time I'm of the suck and force. I build out my website, I'm going to have like a little thing that just says suck force. And people that don't know, or the people no, that do know, they'll say, he has a he has a tap for the suck force. And it's going to be a little highlight reel. It's going to have me saying, it's going to be dated. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. I mentioned the lunatics unleashed on a public forum this time. <laughs> and then they showed up. I said you would have to drink hot sauce for Final Fantasy then you had to eat Butterfingers. And then at the end of it, it's going to say, I know about the ancient cosmic force that you tap into. Mm-hmm. This is what I was able to touch with no money. <laughs> Imagine my potential. Please hire me for your ad fund. Uh, You know how else that could go? You put suck force on your resume, and then they look at that, and they raise an eyebrow like, ah, i got to put this in That's a That's right, pile. because we're the first ones to brand it. There's probably like an inside <laughs> baseball term for no, it. No, they just think it, they just think it's like how a, nor- a normal person would look at that word. It'd be like, oh, why is why are why are no, no, they no, no. putting I'm saying, that kind uh, what of detail? We've now co- I'm saying on, that what we just resume. coined as the suck force they know of by another name. They have an uh, inside baseball term for that ancient uh, cosmic horrible marketing force. Okay, it's like it's like when one person comes up with a fun like slang word, and then you find out somebody else on the other side of the country is using it. There's that like argument of like who came up with it first. What do you think they call it? I don't know. Like a fucking. What is uh, the suck force? I mean, like a suck force by any other name is just as horrible. I mean, I don't know. They probably it just it's, it's capitalism, dude. It's like it's just predicting capitalism. Like I don't know if they have a fun word like we do. That's the edge that we have over them. Branding, not nice. branding. All right, let's this is dumb. Let's talk about what we let's talk about some games, dude. Not only hey Blake, not only do I want to talk about games this episode, I'm I'm going to be training today's today's episode. I'm dedicating it to. Honing my ability to tap into the suck force. Uh, so. so this is like Professor Xavier's school for suck force, right? This is, this is what this podcast is, is us training. I was thinking ability. more akin to Goku training in high gravity, but yeah, we're, we're both on the same idea of like, because it can't be Xavier because like, am I going to look at you and say, yo, you're Professor Xavier and you know what the fuck is up? No, no you you're don't. Young, no, you're you and young, I are both AJ, just... you're young, Xavier. You got to think about it this way. You're training yourself. So when you get older and you lose all your fucking hair and you could just like, you sit and you look cool, you're going to teach young, inspirational, capitalist minds the ideas of the suck force and you're going to imbue to them your power. 
That's how you need to look at yourself. Capitalism you are... doesn't give back to younger generations, Blake. <laughs> what are you talking well, that's, about? That's also the that's the idea of suck force. Is like it's just talking about things, making people feel good. But at the end of the day, you're just making money. Like we can say, like, hey, suck force is about predicting the future and talking about the things that are going to be hot on Netflix and stuff. But at the end of the day, AJ, we're here to make money. We're here to like make a cat. We're here to make cash money off of our dumb games. All right. Are you get, Let's go are ahead you, and start doing losing, some video games. Are you losing track of that, AJ? Are you are you are you becoming hopeful? Are you becoming like are you realizing capitalism? No, 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 no. Like I just I, said, I have, capitalism's I have, I have another guy. I, was, I, have I just didn't realize that side. you were putting up have, a front for the public image. I have Jer I have Jerry from accounting. He'll be happy to be the second guest on the on the podcast. You and I, you can try, but as I, I guarantee he can't tap into the suck force like me. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hate that it's called suck force. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> we couldn't think of a better name. It's no, it's so perfect, but at the same time, it's so like lewd. <laughs> Until we find out what the fucking business, actual real business boys call it, we have to refer to it as the suck force. <laughs> Give me, give me a game. We've been talking about suck for us for too long. <laughs> All right, I got a video game idea for you. This comes from our Reddit on reddit.com r slash spiritual underscore successor. This comes from Reddit user Isan. Got an idea for you, boys. A rhythm game. Parappa versus Chance to keep the title The Rappa. So, so really quickly, Parappa is that little pig that likes to rap, right? Parappa the rapper. Or am I? No, am no, I no, no. You're wrong? thinking of Peppa Pig oh. that likes to rap. Parappa is a dog. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> what are you? What are you thinking, buddy? <laughs> Because I'm, I'm clear. Thinking, no, no. I want to. Uh, here's the thing. In my mind, I know of what I think of as Parappa the Rapper, the video game. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I'm. I want to know what you thought of when I talked about Parappa the Rapper. You, you just implied that you were thinking about a pig that liked to rap, and I think mm -hmm. you were thinking of Peppa Pig. And I'm very curious about what the video game Peppa the Pig the Rapper looked like <laughs> to you. Well, I read that, and I wasn't surprised. Prize, because like there's this weird meme fan base of Peppa the Pig, so I was uh -huh. wondering it would surprise me if there was like a, there was like an episode where they just decided they wanted to learn rap, and I think that's kind okay, of okay. Okay, because... so your immediate thought when you heard Parappa was, oh, the little pig. Blake, did you mm -hmm. know that there was a video game called Parappa the Rapper with a little dog that wore a beanie? I have never heard of this before. Here, hold on. Let me hold. Let me pull up an image. Parappa. Parappa the rapper? What? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no, I know this guy. I know I I remember seeing this image before. Okay. So I have never played this game before. It's so we're doing a rhythm game where it's this guy. Actually, you know, this could this is totally possible. Actually, AJ, 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 you know what I fucking miss? Because it was a huge thing in the 90s with like adventure games. They were like, hey, what because video adventure games were trying to figure out how to revitalize themselves and mm -hmm, one of the mm -hmm. one of the ideas they came up with is like introducing live action actors against like a blue screen that they would then key into okay, the environment yeah. so but i want to take this to like the natural level here so we have like high budget cameras now do you know how like Remember when Hatsune Miku was touring and they just like did holograms versions of her and they had yes. like they had like that. What if you do a game that we actually shoot live action footage of Ch of Chance the Rapper uh, going against a hologram of Parappa the Rapper and that's how we shoot the thing. But then okay. I'm trying to figure out how would you incorporate a game element game element to that because now also that's the um that's the ad tour for this. The two of them are going to be touring across the United States. Um, Hell yeah, and we just call it the Rapper Tour. <laughs> and it, it's headlining Parappa and Chance, and they have they're gonna release like a whole al like collabo album together. It's gonna be great. That actually, I don't know how the hell that would go. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited to see the 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 re-release and remixed version of uh, Redbone, except it has Parappa the Rapper in it, and he's just so excited to have a bone because he's a dog. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> Oh god, I haven't listened to Wait, Redbone 
AJ, hold on. You're saying Redbone was done by Chance the Rapper. Was it not? It was done by Childish Gambino. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. Oh, now, fuck. Now, now Donald Glover's in this game. Now it's just like slowly growing from our mistakes. Oh, fuck. Chance the Rapper's. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe I fucking missed up Childish Gambino. Okay, we're moving on. No, no. We gotta we gotta come up with a game. So their tour okay, we have their touring, and that's how they're gonna we're gonna drum up support for the game. They're gonna like every, every city they're gonna hit up a GameStop, which is We're has, we're finally gonna bring GameStop away back. Yeah, we're gonna give them concerts. I mean, a lot of ga- if you go to a GameStop now, a lot of them are kind of empty. So there's yeah, but because there's, there's no reason to be space. there because they can be there digitally. But we can give them. We're going to do a music tour set up with Chance the Rapper and Parappa the Rapper, and they're going to go GameStop to GameStop doing a tiny set in every single GameStop Whoa. in every single major city. Dude, that's actually like I know we were just talking about Suck Force, but that like legit sounds like Suck Force with like just the way the world is right now. Like, Ooh. yeah, they're going to. Yeah, because like we're going to hit that point where like the world's going to start being like, we should get back out into public. And you know who's going to help that? Parappa the Rapper. Come check out his <laughs> live set this Saturday at the GameStop. You're right. Oh, you know fuck. What? Like that is the you speed. That is the suck force. We're looking you know at it. So like funny. we found it. I think people are going to be so like event hungry that. Even if they don't know who Parappa the rapper is, they'll be like, "Oh, it's got, it's got, it's 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 a music festival. I'm gonna go to it." And then they just show up and just see this little animated dog. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? No, he's absolutely going to be a big deal because this was a Sony exclusive. This is gonna be another one of those games that Sony's like, "Oh, we own Parappa the rapper. We can." I've never heard let's of put it, him dude. in some game stuff. I'm not. I'm not assuming I am the standard of like. You know, if I have this knowledge, I'm sure a mass majority of people do. I just like, I don't know if it wasn't, if it was as big as maybe, I don't know. Maybe I lived under a rock, but I, I've you never lived heard under a rock. I didn't never get to heard play of this Parappa the Rapper. I don't know. Maybe this was before my time because I did not have. A... Well, it was my time. So it would, it should be the same time. <laughs> well, you and I grew up, we, we grew up different, dude. You were, you were a PS4, you were a P, PlayStation house. I was an Xbox house. Uh, so like sense. exclusives weren't really a thing like for me until i was like in college where i started noticing like oh man i missed out on so many games i need to start checking out some playstation stuff all right all right so there you got a video game for me i do have a video game for you all right aj in our ever-changing worlds we're uh, signing deals left and right and i just wanted to let you know that i got off the phone with um Jerry from accounting, he just hooked us up with a deal with uh, ARP 1033. I am not witty enough for a funny name. Tumblr manager. You just bought Tumblr for a couple thousand dollars, which was still too much. Can you sell Yeah, this- leave it to Jerry to fuck up that deal too. <laughs> God damn. Can you turn the site around and sell it for a profit? I want to take a little card from Reddit because they do these really wonderful things once a year. Um... Have you ever seen the thing where it's like everybody, you have this giant canvas and everybody can color in one pixel of this canvas and the amount of people that got on group forums and collaborated to build these giant scale images, like there would be 500, a thousand people being like, okay, these are the pixels we're going to fill in to make one giant image together. How can we take that energy and apply it to Tumblr, where it becomes a gamified group effort to make that page good? Um, Okay, so a collaborate. I would argue that that's maybe how Tumblr already works with text posts. I think that everybody's in there trying to collaborate and make their funniest line so that they can make a funnier line. Mm -hmm. And I think Tumblr already has that a little bit. I would like to want to get a little bit more granular. You want to get to like a visual collaboration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So could so you... what if mm-hmm. you can – what if we do something where on Tumblr you can only save – because I what I like to use on Tumblr for is I'll go through and I'll try to find like lock screens to use. Like that's like a big ah. thing that I'll end up doing. Or I'll find reference photos for a fantasy thing that I want to do. Mm-hmm. What if the we, we expand Tumblr and say that the only way that you can save or share – somebody's image is if you add something to the image file explain what do you mean so i see a really really cool photo of 
Give me, give me something. Give me something to have a photo of. Uh, I don't want to do improv. You do it for me. <laughs> uh, zero two. There you go. Okay. I want. I see I a really zero. cool image of zero two. She's in her cool. Um, Mexican she's suit, got the sweet fucking abdomen jacket. I'm like, oh, this is like a dope. One that's draped over her soldiers. Yes, where she has the big hat. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to reblog this so that mm-hmm. I can show all my cool friends. And then Tumblr says, up, 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 up. You need to add something to this image before you can share it to all of your friends. And so if I go to hit the reblog button, then the photo comes up on my screen and it says, draw something. And I'm like, okay, what would make this image cooler? And then I draw that cool <laughs> S that I drew in high school all the time. And yeah, like, the universal, yeah. The universal it's, S. Now it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> the universal cool S. So now it's like a cool photo of Zero Two. And then on the top right, it's got a cool S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I share it to all of my cool friends on the S- internet. And then can... you see it and you think mm-hmm. to yourself, I would also like to share this to my cool friends on mm-hmm. the internet. So you go to re- reblog it on Tumblr.com, but you have to add something to the image. What do you? What would you add to an image of Zero Two with a cool S on it? I... <laughs> I don't... I'm trying to figure out, do I have to build off of the S or do I have to build off of Zero Two? Because I'm trying to figure out... It is a new cla- layer. So like in Photoshop, how you well, draw no, 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 like or like cla- you do art, cla- you add layers on top of things. I think it is a new mm-hmm. layer on top of the image. If you're very mm-hmm. clever and talented, you could potentially add on to the Zero Two image. Maybe make Zero Two a little bit smaller and give yourself more canvas space. Mm-hmm. Or you can just slap a little couple stickers on it and call it good. <laughs> See, I hate this because then it's going to become Tumblr's like going off of what you were saying, like, yeah, I like going to Tumblr to get uh, a lock screen. And then you log in and all you see are just like you go to the zero two tab and it's just people drawing like things that aren't zero two and messing up the wallpaper. Like if I were handed, if I I go in and there's a really popular Uh image of zero two, I would fire it up and I'd see Uh the cool image of zero two, but I might just see her hat because people have like drawn like glasses and a little (laughs) mustache on her, maybe like a little demon tail and like five cool S's and a bunch of hearts. Maybe somebody shrunk it down and then on the top wrote, she stinks all in like a big uppercase (laughs) over the top of it. Like, people really just dumpstered this image. And I think to myself, I'm so glad that we as a team, as a group, as collaborators, have mm-hmm. all come together AJ, to you know just what I, absolutely pimp out this image of Zero Two. You know what would happen if I was handed an image of Zero Two? I'd uh, copy-paste Ichigo's head, because um, Ichigo's best girl. <laughs> I thought you meant Ichigo Kurosaki of Bleach fame. <laughs> Yes, actually, that's funnier. Yeah, I'd put Ichigo's head on zero two. Now it's your Ichi- I would do that with every image. Every image I saw, I would reblog and copy paste Ichigo Kurosaki of Bleach fame onto the face, and I'd say, "Man, screw every anime character. Bleach is Bleach. Kur- Bleach Ichigo Kurosaki is the only anime character that matters." I mean, that you're leaving out Uzumaki Naruto, and that's a an actual travesty. That's heresy. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, it's not my fault. <laughs> So when you download these images, can you get the original or is it just whatever new image you made? It is a mandatory collaboration. Interesting. Okay. This solves two problems. One, we know that we will always be collaborating to create better art. Two, there will be no more art thievery because you will always have to add on to something. Mm. Okay. I like that. Now I know what you're wondering. How do do we make sure that people add a decent amount of art to the image? Every time you try to reblog or save something, you are randomly generated an um, amount of screen space that you must cover up. Mm-hmm. So you have you, and it will be random. You'll never know how mm. much screen space you can do. So it's not like people can just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave a watermark every single time." Like the algorithm hey, will be like, mm, "You didn't use enough air quote ink." I have an idea for you. There's going to be two versions. Of every image. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me actually let me rephrase that. You know, like on an iPhone or any phone, it has a nay and a night and day mode that you can turn on depending on like where you want your eye comfort to be. What mm-hmm. if Tumblr utilized that and when you're in night mode, it enables an invisible ink sort of thing? So, like a black light mode. So, what if you have these images that look totally fine on the surface and then you take a black light to it and then it's just a completely different piece of art? And I'm trying to think this that would be kind of rules. cool because it would be like this rule. <laughs> because 
<laughs> because I can, I feel like Tumblr of all places would come up with really fucking cool like ARG games out of that, where it just be what? like, yeah, you need to. You apparently yeah, have touched no, a very like, different Tumblr than me. I I feel like every time I've been on Tumblr or like interacted with people that I know use Tumblr, a lot of the images, a lot of things they discuss are like BuzzFeed Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries, or Cryptids, or things. I, I feel yeah, yeah, that's yeah, but a, that's not built into like the, the t- Tumblr layout. Like those are just things. No, that it's not. Post. No, it's not built into the Tumblr layout. But I feel like if we're trying to revitalize Tumblr, we got to lean into the things that were popular. So. There's a lot of foodies. Supernatural, foodie Doctor Who, and the third one. Uh, uh, Ca- Sherlock. Ca- no, it wasn't Castle. Sherlock, Doctor Who lock. Yeah. God, that that was an era. Um, but I'm saying, like, if you enable the blacklight mode, you could do some sort of thing, or it may be even, even cooler, the community utilizes it to tell their own ARG stories that are discovered over images. And they're hidden in the images. But maybe, I don't know, maybe you would have to figure out, I don't know how they would organize it. Be like, hey, today's topic is these images. And you I know like you the need idea to look at of, these images to find. I like the idea of a blacklight mode that people can add to. So there's mm-hmm. two different versions that they can add to. My problem is that that means that like the community will wisen up automatically and just assume like, oh, I'm just going to look at things in day mode so I don't have to deal with anybody's like dark mode additions. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. We can't well, have I mean, hidden editions. Like, no, go to any site and you're going to experience that. Like Reddit, is, I think is like the best example. It's like, yeah, there's a bunch of ARG shit, ARG shit happening on Reddit every single day. Look, 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 look. I do you, want the ARG mm-hmm. thing to happen, but I, we can't build in an ARG thing that I can so easily see as a way to circumnavigate our mandatory collaborative art system. Mm, okay, so, okay. Uh... All right. I mean, yeah. So day and, day and night system, where basically you can like do a black light mode on all of the images. And yeah, then that has to be thrown light. away because then because then people will just say, "I don't want to look at the AJ. dark mode things." Oh, so fuck. they never have AJ, AJ, because AJ, the community, like everybody in the community, will just be like, "Oh, yeah." In order to reblog the art you like, you can just go into dark mode or day mode because nobody uses that and just draw there, and then no one's gonna see it. So the, okay, see, okay. I've I've say, I've already undone say, all of the fucking hard work that we put into Tumblr.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, and are you gonna let us mind. get caught out like that come AJ, on we're professionals aj, AJ keep in, keep in mind though the likelihood that somebody's going to dis- discover an image right after it was posted for the first time without any edits is so unlikely so any image you're going to come across is already going to be like altered two i think it would be so fucking cool because this is becoming popular doing like limited windows of availability like how nintendo's doing with their game like the physical version of the all-stars and that other game that I have not played yet, like Mario 35 or whatever. Um, Every image has a lifespan from when it is posted and the image can only stay alive if it has been altered. So like, Hey, an image was posted. It has 24 hours to be reblogged and edited before it is removed from the site. So you will have these images. Images can only stay alive if they are constantly being modified and adapted and adjusted. Yes. And yes. So, so then you'll have like you'll be five years into the social media platform and be like, yeah, this image was from like day one, and everybody constantly makes an effort to edit it at least once a day. So you just have these yes, layers yes, yes, upon yes. layers, and you know what you should do after like the first year, we unlock this ability to where you can see every layer that was ever posted. So you can like look at an image, and then you can slide away to see like what layers were added. So you have like an image that is completely caked in new additions that you don't even know what the original image is anymore. So you have to like, you can, you can't save the original image, but you can see all of the different layers that were added to it. This is very so good. So it creates, it creates this very, like, here's this, my this one problem I'm realizing present. right now, Blake. Mm. What's up? This isn't a game. This is an experience, which is fine. I'm Mm. all for an experience, but why don't we go ahead and put a pin Mm. in it and move on to, you know, our bread and butter around here. Okay, all right. This little experiment is not going to help me train for the Speed Force, or not Speed Force. I keep messing it up. Why do we name Mm. it with an S? I'm worried that this isn't going to help me tap into the Suck Force. The Suck Force. Okay, if we come back to it, we'll add a point system to where, like, basically, whenever you're whenever you're posting, you earn some sort of ability or whatever. 
Um, maybe to take away other people's edits or maybe add your own to other successful posts or whatever, like something like that. All right. You have a game idea? This submission comes from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. The new Kirby game is out <laughs> and it's the dark, gritty reboot that nobody asked for. <laughs> I have incredible you... news. I have ex- I have What's one that? one little word that is going to change mm-hmm. Kirby, flip it on its side and change everything. Pray tell. Teeth. Teeth? Yes. So you're saying a teeth. Interesting. I'm saying take Kirby. <laughs> a being that we know inhales things, swallows them, gains their power. And think about Kirby and how much all of him changes the second you put teeth in his gob. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the opening scene is him at the doctor and he's like, you have swallowed so much food without chewing throughout your entire life. It has done irreparable damage to your body. Here are some, like, he hands Kirby some of those cheap vampire plastic teeth. And now Kirby goes Whoa. through a whole normal-ass Kirby game. But anytime okay, he sucks okay. something in, he just fucking chews them. And, like, pixelated blood goes everywhere. Just <laughs> okay, I'm it's very just interested in Kirby gorgeous. with vampire teeth. That is much more grisly. Might I propose <laughs> one thing, though? Instead of it being a doctor-prescribed teeth set setup. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kirby, as we all know, is a baby. Oh, God. What, if, the, what if our little gobby is teething? Oh, our little gooball is teething. Oh, he's, no. dis- he's discovering that he can chew. And he just, and he loves it. And he's gnash like so into this and tear. <laughs> Kirby, rip and tear. <laughs> rip and tear. Chew okay. and okay, gnash. Okay, okay. Okay, so Kirby we got to talk about something. With teeth. We got to talk about something. So one Go of the on. core gameplays of Kirby is sucking in enemies and obtaining their powers. Um, I feel like that, because they can be spit back up, I feel that implies that if they are chewed to death, that they don't come back. So nope. how You're correct are in powers, that assumption. Are the powers then absorbed into Kirby's new teeth? So all of the powers are teeth-based? Uh, are all the okay, teeth- here's here's how we gamify this. If a Kirby chews, if Kirby, if Kirby swallows uh, Waddle Dee, is he the one that shoots the laser? No, Waddle uh, Dee's the honestly, little dude with the I have spear. No mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly have. It's been so long since I played a Kirby game that I do not know okay. games. But just just say here's the power. Just say the power guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little laser, laser beam. So if Kirby swallows up the laser beam person and he becomes laser Kirby normally, but if you decide to chew the person, if Kirby decides, um, 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 chomp, 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 gar, 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 then the numbers will go up one. The numbers go up. Every time he chews mm-hmm. and swallows so that the enemy will be do- dead forever, numbers go up. Oh my we can add in more RPG elements, and I think that just adding one number – here's the important thing. Only one number goes up for Kirby every time he chews and swallows and consumes somebody for power permanently. So every mm-hmm. time he would use the the laser beam power from then on, it's a little bit more strong. He sees another person. every time. Every time he sees an enemy, he can decide to consume them, chew them, eat them for a permanent upgrade, or grab mm-hmm. them and swap his Kirby form at the moment interesting so okay. there's always a little bit of risk reward Ooh, do i want to use that power or do i want to save that power so that the next time i want to turn into car kirby i'll be a little bit faster interesting okay so how does that look like in terms of a level it looks like a kirby game i mean it is just a kirby game i think maybe maybe a little <laughs> bit oh it's a dark gritty reboot so uh one thing oh, that we got to do to kirby is we do have to go ahead and just like you know that contrast slider, how everything's like all bright and colorful? We're going to slide that mm-hmm. oop, a little bit down. Now it's all grayer. I love the idea because like Kirby, if I remember correctly, in the newer games, the way they do it, like with uh, Kirby, Kirby's like carpeted or adventure. Or, no, that's Yoshi's carpeted adventure. Um, The one where it, it, like a yarn, like a, a, a tale of yarn yeah, or something. Yeah, Kirby's um, yarn adventure. Yeah. 
basically, he goes to worlds, and each world has different theming. So what if you did that this is taking place, the reason he has his teeth, is that he's going to some Halloween-style world. So all of the enemies are like Halloween monsters. You have the Sheet Ghost, you have the Vampire, you have the Werewolf, you have uh, a giant jack-o'-lantern. And those are the yeah, enemies yeah, he's yeah. going against. That's why, that's why it's a little bit more gritty. That's why it's a little bit more serious. And... <laughs> Remember, I have not seen the series, but I know you and I always constantly bring it up in conversation where we're like, man, one day we should watch Monogatari because, like, there's that scene where the, the dude's getting killed, but they basically turn his blood into, like, this neon, like, pink art thing. Yeah, that fight scene looks like dope. That where, yeah, I have no idea why they're fighting. I'm, <laughs> oh, but, the blood is um, colorful neon colors. So Kirby ch- yeah, takes a all... bite out of somebody and there's like a blood splatter, mm. but the blood splatter is so vibrant and fun looking. Yeah, like he like he just bit into a juicy starburst and it just explodes everywhere. Yes, I, yes. I, this yes. might be a little bit too morbid. but No, because it, did... it's going to look so well, no, nice, no. right? Because Kirby's going to ch- suck somebody up and then you're going to press the chew button and like a wonderful like little pink splash of color is going to spurt out of Kirby's mouth. And it's gonna be Could like you? neon and fun colored, and it's gonna and you're gonna hear like such a satisfying crunch every time you hit that crunch button. <laughs> oh, different like enemies have different health habit. bars, so you'll have to mash that crush button a little bit more. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. first couple enemies, well, maybe you only you... have to hit the chew button two times. By the time you hit late mm-hmm. game, you suck well, somebody in. Maybe it's like a quick time event. Crunch, 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 crunch. This might be a little bit more complicated than most Kirby games are, but would you do a thing where certain enemies of can course, only be chewed course. by certain types of teeth? Like you, you have to to uh, to defeat the laser boy. You need to make sure you have the stone uh, guy chewed up in your mouth, because like electric. I don't. I actually it would be wood because electricity can't go through wood. So you can't like. Yeah, you have to be wor- he's, like, wood. Wood really... is the only t- Kirby that can chew electricity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then maybe you I have like to do that. Something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the other thing I was saying that might be too morbid, but what if there was like a. what if there was like a splatoon aesthetic where like you one of the one of the score or one of the things that contributes to your score is how much you paint the level with neon blood (laughs) that will control how much kirby dances at the end Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Because and it's you like know, a pretty... well, and what I love about this is like then for the for the player, you think it's so fun and colorful and wonderful. Look at Kirby; he's dancing. But to the other inhabitants of Dreamland, they see a absolute murderous chewing machine. All it knows is to consume, chew, and gain power, and it's just covered in blood. Blood's everywhere, and it's doing a little dance, doing cartwheels and backflips. All of the cutscenes take place from like the villagers' perspectives of just like watching this fucking pink blob covered in the blood of their people just ripping and tearing their way across the landscape. And and what's and incredible just, is Kirby Kirby's always been like fun. one of those games where like it's about a cute little puffball that's fighting like these really like over the top horrifying monsters, right? Like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the final bosses of those games are really spooky looking. Uh, it's why mm-hmm. Meta Knight is another Star Warrior, and he's all like sorted out, kitted out, ready to fight an inhabitant of darkness. Mm-hmm. What if Meta Knight looks at Kirby, and Meta Knight with his cool sword and armor looks at Kirby, and is just like, Jesus Christ, nothing <laughs> can stop. He's found out how to chew. Nothing meta- can stop him. Thank God he's on our side. And Kirby's just running <laughs> And then, like, towards the end of the game, Kirby starts losing their mind a little bit. They're like, I just got to chew. I got- it's a sensation I can't control. I need, to- I need to chew on anything. And, then, like, one of the big fights is, like, he's going up against, um, uh, who's the guy with the hammer? The big penguin? King Dedede? King Dedede and King Dedede grabs his mouth and is like, I have to end you to save that. Like, King Dedede becomes the good guy because he understands how fucking dangerous this is. He takes his hammer and swings it towards Kirby, and Kirby just looks at him, big, wide eyes, and right before the mallet makes contact, he just opens his gullet to reveal, like, blood cake teeth, chomps down on the mallet, and then just shatters it into pieces in front of King Dedede's eyes, and he's like, just, like, fucking loses his shit. <laughs> King Dedede is, of course, going to run away because we can't lose that sequel possibility. 
<laughs> Meta Knight is the fi- is the true final boss. Yeah, Meta Knight, Meta Knight sees Kirby. Kirby finishes mm. the final boss, like the air quotes, what we think is the final boss of the game. And I think what's important uh-huh. is the air quotes final boss of the game is going to have like this like the, the chew mechanic cutscene, but it's going to go on for so long. Like the player's mm-hmm. going to be sitting there thinking, this is an uncomfortably long quick time event of me mashing the mashing the chew button and then the boss is going to get out and so you have to eat the boss a second time chew it for an uncomfortable amount of time and you're just going to do that and do that and you're going to every time the boss climbs back out of kirby's horrifying chew maw the boss is a little bit smaller a little bit more beat up and like you as the players like hit this point with the final boss where you're just like man i'm really just gobbling this dude up huh and it becomes mm-hmm. very uncomfortable for the player. I want to kind of replicate the final quick time event in The Last of Us scene. If you haven't played that, if those who have know how uncomfortable that is. Um, I want that, but as Kirby chewing somebody. And then final you get to the real is, final boss. Is, and it's Meta Knight thinking, like, you get to the fi- Meta Knight fight and you're like, someone has to stop me. The player has to think that. The, I want the player to be like, someone oh, has to stop so me. And then Meta Knight shows up. Mm-hmm. I want the player to okay. hate Kirby by the time they're done with it. I want the player to be like, I don't know how I, to stop I don't know. Kirby. I, it is so hard to get them to hate him after like going through ten levels of just a a a visual delight of just exploding neon paint everywhere and just great like, news. I know how to fix happening. that. Okay, how do you fix that? So Kirby has this fun mechanic where like it's zones and there's little doorways that you have to go in and every time you go through a doorway uh-huh. the like uh the camera like shrinks down to darkness around the doorway. I think that mm-hmm, every time mm-hmm. you go through a doorway for about one frame flash you see the world not covered in the fun sparkly glittery colors that you've painted the world out to be with your cool chewing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see it all red. Just for one frame. I am so All of the blood fucking, is red for I, I, a singular frame. And then you move on. You're like, that was weird. Anyway, back to I'm the fun so game. Happy, la, I'm la, so happy. I'm so happy you la, mentioned la, that. La, la. I feel, no, I feel we should totally lean into that because I I'm, I was on the exact same page as you because uh, Shovel Knight does the same thing. It does it at the end of the game where it just shows you like, hey, here's every level you went through. But like here it is like after all the changes have happened, like the evil people aren't there. What if at the end of every level it shows you like, as like the loading screen for the next level is happening, it does like a left to right pan of the whole level, and it's just like showing you like, oh yeah, I remember where I killed this dude here, where I killed this dude here, and instead of it being like the beautiful like pinks and highlighted greens and yellows and and turquoises, it's just deep blood and sinew <laughs> and bones just what like littering the landscape. I think I think that's far too on the nose. Here's what I'll give you. Okay. I, it okay. is the one frame flash as you go through the game, and it's just for that one zone, that one time you go through a doorway. Okay. It okay. is at the very end of the game when Meta Knight has his monologue about how he must be the one to stop you as the only other true Star oh, Warrior. Okay. And during during Meta Knight's really cool monologue about the fact that Kirby has become an, a being that is unstoppable and can do so much good, but alas, he will Kirby will grow bored, grow hungry, and destroy again. He'll just Meta Knight sees where he's like, "You will eat the planet <laughs> if you are left unchecked." Yeah, Meta Knight. He looks at Kirby and sees the the, the death of the universe in his in his eye. And so Meta Knight has a whole speech about how he must stop Kirby first. And while you get see this cool speech from Meta Knight, then you pan through the whole world and see everything not all colorful and fun, but now all dark oh. and grisly. Okay, there we go. I think that's a good way to do it. <laughs> This is fucking, it's very gruesome, and I love it. All right, all right, you want me to give me a new game? I, I definitely want to put a pin in that one, because that's that's pretty damn good. Uh, why don't you hit me with one more? <laughs> all right, this one comes to us on our email from Deacon Stott. Deacon Stott? Yeah. Super Star Wars. Mario and Luigi show up in the Star Wars universe. All right, AJ? This totally kind of works because of Super... It's the next Super Mario Galaxy game, but it's in the world of Star Wars. And I'm trying okay. to figure out... I, I think it would be so fucking cool because I want Luigi to have a good game, finally. Mario You're finally You're really going to say that in front goes, of... Go, in, right here? Right here in front of my copy of Luigi's Mansion? 
I oh I'm sorry. What a, a one game series when Mario has I don't know fucking how many. Tough. Okay. Tough. Get All over right. it. <laughs> okay, you want to give Luigi a second game franchise. Okay. So so Luigi well, I mean, I'm not saying it needs to be a new franchise, but it could be the next thing in the Star Wars in sorry, in the Star Wars Galaxy. In the Super Mario Galaxy series. That way we have like a little bit of a basis. Like each planet is planets from the Star Wars world. So you have you have like Tatooine could be its own little starter world. But the thing I want to do is is like narratively, is I think Mario should enter the dark side and Luigi should be like taking over to try and bring his brother back from the dark side. And I okay. think just the idea of Mario <laughs> kneeling at like Palpatine's feet and he's just like, <laughs> just in his very high Mario voice. I swear to <laughs> do evil. Things. Yes. And then, now like, rise Darth Plumber. <laughs> Darth Mario. <laughs> Darth Plumber. He's not going to go by Mario still. It wasn't Darth Anakin. What are you talking about? Darth Vader? Darth, I mean, I, Anakin, I, well, he became Vader. I don't, he was not a Sith when he was Anakin. Or maybe Yeah, but there's was. no Sith that just keeps their name, right? Like Darth Maul? Like, like all of the, his what are you talking about? No, no, his name wasn't Maul before, was it? I'm very, very certain. Here, hold on. Darth Maul. Yeah, go ahead and hit the hit up the Google machine. Find out if Darth Maul had a name before. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's Maul, dude. Yeah, it's just Maul. I've decided I hate Star Wars again. What? <laughs> I mean, because I, I was wrong. It's, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> My allegiance is very fickle. <laughs> well, you're not tapped into the into the the suck force, dude. You gotta be AJ. AJ, use the suck force. Okay, here's what I can tell you about the Suck Force. I don't think the uh. Suck Force is going to be giving so Mario or Luigi a lightsaber. I totally disagree. I think little those little boys with lightsabers duking it out in the final battle is what makes this game pretty fucking big. Dude, Luigi, like, instead of, like, in uh, in Mario Odyssey, like, one of the big mechanics was look, that look, you look, can look, throw look, your I'm not hat. arguing that it they wouldn't be They already have the arguing... stuff. You... They could throw their lightsabers. I'm not saying it wouldn't be super cool. I'm not saying it would be. It would not be amazing. I would love to see this. I'm just letting mm -hmm. you know. Hold on. I'm calling the shot right now. I'm tapping into the speed force. I'm looking at the suck force. <laughs> sorry. I'm looking at it. I'm gonna dip my hand in right now. I'm putting my hand in the suck force. <sighs> Pulling my hand out. <sighs> so. I don't have Mario and Luigi with swords. I do have Mario and Luigi fighting each other in a Mario RPG game uh, in the near future. Maybe when we get Year of Luigi 2, they'll give us another Mario Brothers RPG game. I see them fighting in that one, but no swords. I'm sorry to tell you that much. You can't do a Star Wars series and be like, hey, they're not going to have lightsabers. Like, you know what, Siri, you know what series uh didn't have lightsabers in it? The Star Wars Christmas specials. There was a lot more wrong with it other than the lightsabers. But no, it was mostly the lightsabers that were bad about that one, actually. <laughs> also, in the man I don't I haven't watched like more than three episodes in The Mandalorian, but I am And that's because he doesn't have a lightsaber. Well <laughs> if, if no, Mandalorian think, had a lightsaber, no, you uh, would watch more. No, I think that's what the writers are planning for because I think somebody shows up with like a dark saber and I think the Mandalorian is going to get his paws on it because that's what everybody wants. Everybody's like, I want to see Baby Yoda eat an entire civilization and I want to see the Mandalorian have his own lightsaber because like those are like the two big things. Also, Ahsoka's now there. Uh, I, I, wow, I really, I'm realizing I know a little bit more about Star Wars than I thought I would. I didn't like it growing up, but <laughs> I just, it was like one of those, it was like Bible man. It was one of those movies that was just always on in my house. <laughs> yes. Bible man. If you don't know what, if you don't know what that is, look it up. And I also have Bible man is there. my favorite hey. Star Wars spinoff. Hey Blake, are you ready to pick our nug? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to pick our nug. What do you I think? Feeling? It's Kirby. <laughs> you think it's Kirby? Yeah. I also think it's Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> All right. Okay. So no, here's a couple the thing that we, we need to, need to do. Mm -hmm. well, we need to do boss fights because I know we forgot that last week, and we need to do. Boss oh, fights. we do need to do a boss fight. Mm -hmm. All right. But what do you what do you think, Egan? Like, what else do you want to build on? 
Well, I think that I, I want to work on a title, but why don't we go? I think the game itself is honestly pretty locked. It's a Kirby game. Every time you eat somebody, you can choose to chew or swallow. If you swallow, you get a different power. If you chew, you upgrade the powers that you that you would normally get by one point. Now, granted, the points are going to be very large by the end of the game. There's probably going to be people that want to go back and grind and 100% the collectibles and all of that fun stuff we all love doing about Kirby games. Uh-huh. Could you do a thing? I think that we're ready to just move power... on to bosses. No, no, no. I, I, I want to talk about the powers a little bit because it, with Kirby, Kirby powers, you know, laser sword punch. No, 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 robot. no, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, is I would love it if there was a little bit more like complexity to that. So say you really like one specific power each, and like let's say the points aren't a, a, like there's the points that you accumulate that influence your dancing, but like the powers don't. You don't need to collect points to grow them. What I'm suggesting is, is say you, no, you really, do. really find yourself. No, no, no. Say you really, really find yourself liking the sword power. And okay. you know is, is like every time you absorb another person with the sword power, it stacks. So you absorb one, you get a sword swipe. You absorb Absolutely two. Now not. you can do a thing where you, what? Why not? Because because here's the thing about Kirby. I, look, 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 look. I don't want people to just pick one power and steamroll the game. I want I want people to know. I want to incentivize the fact we have this incredibly cool chewing mechanic, and I want that to be the gimmick of the game. I want people to consciously. I want people players to always be thinking: Do I steal this person's power, or do I chew them and rack up and and rack up the blood points so that I have a fun dance at the end? That's the other thing. You need to be racking up the blood points by chewing. I have so that you can dance at the end. I have a solution for you. So I'm playing Doom. I'm playing Doom Eternal Ancient Gods right now, and one of my favorite loops of that game is: is like in one minute I could have max health, max shields, max ammo. Within like a 15 second, 20 second engagement, I'm no shields, no health, no ammo, and just that constant like give and take of power and ability was really addicting. So I say Mm -hmm. we keep Mm -hmm. the stack ability, but if you get hit once, you lose everything you've got. So then it is constantly oh. You're constantly getting hit and barraged by enemies, so you're. It's really hard to get to that stack ability. But if you manage to get it, it is super satisfying because you're like, oh fuck, I beat the, I beat this challenge, and now I have these three stacks, and um, that feels super satisfying. But you are constantly getting hit, so like it takes training, it takes time. It's like a very brutal game where you're not always on top. Because, like, that's the thing I always felt when I play Kirby games is, like, they are admittedly fairly easy. Yeah, they're um, a baby game for babies. Just, like, we love them. Yeah. We, we love Kirby, yeah, but it's great. a kid's game. They're great. So what if you turn that into just a constant, like... Like, I I feel if you're going to make it brutal... You want to turn Kirby into Hollow Knight. Make it a really tough little platformer action game. Yeah, a tough platformer that is, like, you could be on top of the world one second and then... Oh fuck! It turns out I have no powers because I got hit by the boss. Now I need to chew on a little enemy, and so you're constantly getting the chews in like you want. And there's a lot of blood that comes with that, and that gets you points. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could lose that power almost immediately, and that makes the boss fights way fucking cool. Because what you're gonna have then is you have the boss fight going on, and you can walk in with like, yeah, I have three stacks of the electric power, and it's gonna fucking give me a great head start in this boss match. Ah, uh, but the, it's a but wood then, boss. Yeah, or you know, regardless, is you will then have little sub enemies in the middle of the boss fight, which make every boss fight much more challenging. So be like, hey, I have to mind myself. I have to mind myself against the boss, but I also have to remember there's a bunch of little laser dudes running around at the bottom of the screen. So like, it just makes it way harder. And say you get hit once by the boss, guess what? Now you need to go to the one of the little dudes at the bottom, absorb their power, and then use it against the boss. So it's this constant like give and take. And also because there's a constant give and take, you know what that means? Constant blood. <laughs> there's constantly, okay. there's constantly okay, yeah. neon, if we're neon using blood it flying as a across the if screen. If you want to use stacking as a tool to escalate the character's general power and confidence so that we can catch them so that they have to maneuver elsewhere, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that we didn't accidentally build a speedrunning system into our own game. Yes, and then also, like, the I, I, I totally get where you're coming from because, like, if 
there if we were to do this thing where it's just like oh i found one power that works for me and it's really nice exactly and the thesis of our game is that kirby's the- learned to chew and that has cre- created a being that is the inevitable heat death of the universe mm-hmm. and we need to make mm-hmm. sure that our player interacts with that gimmick and thesis statement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you can also do a thing too that would be kind of cool um kirby has like let's say three slots in his stomach you do a thing where he chews up one enemy and it's a laser it's the sword character okay a tier one sword he gets into the next uh area and there's um a flame guy okay he chews the sword he chews the powers are evolving and he can toggle between three options okay well i was thinking i was thinking they combine i think they combine so he has a flaming sword and then he absorbs the uh the hammer thing. So now he basically ha- dual wields a hammer and a sword. And if he, of course, if he gets hits once, he loses everything that's in his stomach. Um, oh, and then okay. you do that just so it's just like increases the playability, increases the satisfying nature of like, oh man, I, ca- I, I somehow managed to not get hit and stacked up to three things in my stomach. I'm fucking all powerful. You walk into the next, into the next, um, into the next board and bam you get hit once it's like oh now i'm starting again and i gotta chew up some enemies so you're constantly chewing you're constantly like trying out different power combinations um okay okay and there you go there you go all right let's talk about and maybe bosses, what... then okay okay let's look at our our discord for those of you that don't know if you are signed on to our patreon you get access to our patreon discord and in there we have a channel where people can submit their own bosses bosses like this one from Gazer, a battle muppet. Now I love this idea of like <laughs> what, what we could definitely do with this boss, especially with like Kirby's fun aesthetic and look. You express the idea of like this is a bit of like a Halloween Town vibe, right? It, it's a mm-hmm. lot of crazy kooky enemies, and that's kind of been the mo of the Kirby games for a long time: is crazy kooky monsters. Mm-hmm. What if there is a giant puppet? Like a giant Muppet puppet that you fight for like the first you round st- until you're eight, and you, you start see- to notice, hey, wait a minute. If I use Kirby's suck power, I kind of notice that like the fabric on him moves. And you realize that if you beat Ooh. the t- absolute tar out of the Muppet, you can then suck if you, and you position yourself in the right spot. You can go ahead and suck the Muppet right off the hand of the guy, chew that Muppet up eat it consume it for power but what's this the hand is left over that's crazy and then you realize that the boss is much much bigger than you originally thought and that's kind of going to be the next two worlds is continuing to fight this mm. super giant person it's a skeleton yes, it has to it be will like, it has to be like yes it will be a giant skeleton and i think that each time each each zone thereafter would be kirby kind of grabbing seeing one of the bones and you inhale that bone uh-huh. and then you chew and break and crush that bone up you know and bitch, then you move you know on to the bitching? next piece of the bone what if, what if it's not like a bone how we think of? Do you remember those um they were used in arts and crafts. They were like the metal wire that has the fuzz on it. Oh yeah. It's uh, like uh yeah, what if it's like that's the skeleton. That's what the skeleton's made out of. Cuz like, I'm you know, Kirby interested in the, that, but I'm also interested or, in or, the sound effect of Kirby breaking bone when he chews. I mean, you could do the same sound effect, but but then again, yeah, you're right. Like the idea of seeing Actual skeleton hand is definitely more impactful than seeing a Yeah, a giant skeleton crap, hand, uh, and then the rest of the level is you breaking down piece by piece that whole skeleton. So by the end of the next two levels, like, you've done this boss fight, and then, like, it's the kind of the beginning of the air quotes world or zone. And so by the end of it, Kirby is left consuming a 500-foot-tall uh-huh. skeleton monster. Hey, you know, this is going to be really morbid. Um, So, yeah. uh, gore, gore warning for those listening. Um, what if the boss starts off as just a regular giant human and no. each level you're No, going, I see where no, you're no, no, going no, and stick, I refuse. Stick. No, you don't like the idea of it just you're slowly taking layer off of this dude. Nope. It, it's <laughs> a Muppet being piloted by a giant skeleton, and that's as far as I'm going because to do, because again, I don't I don't want to peel off the veneer of the horror until the end. I, I want it to feel kind of uh, like a Kirby game, just to like you know piloted down. Oh, fun sparkles, and then you see that one frame when you go into loading zones where you're like, mm-hmm. now hold the, would, hold I, on, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, bah, 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 I would bah. I would argue a skeleton is pretty fucking uh pretty horrorific. So you're yeah, saying it's fair. like it's like it's cartoony horror until you realize it's real horror, like yes. between levels. Like it okay. feels like okay, Kirby's okay. in Dreamland until yeah. until kind of like those between level things where you see that frame where everything's all desaturated and red. Maybe mm-hmm. some of the bosses mm-hmm. have dialogue that's a bit more uncomfortable than we're used to seeing in a Kirby game, and then of course we have the uncomfortable moment where you do chew a thing to death, 
And then we have the mm. Meta Knight monologue about Kirby being the end of the universe if he does not stop you there. <laughs> um, I have another one that's pretty okay, kind of like deathly fight? based. Uh, this this one comes to us from Connor Rain, and they just say "corpse husband," and that got me thinking it would be so fucking cool if you get into a boss fight and it's just like this Halloween themed wedding where you have like this couple. And you're fighting two bosses at once, basically. So, like, these two people that are getting married. So, it's the course husband and their partner. Um, and that's the level. So, it's like you... <laughs> like, maybe the motivation is... Because Kirby's motivations are always weird. Like, I forget what game it is, but he's just like, I'm hungry, so I'm going to go on an adventure to go find some cake. What if he just yeah. shows up at this wedding to eat this wedding cake? And these two poor this get couple that's getting married is just defending their cake so this little ravenous fucking goblin doesn't eat it. Yeah. So you so you and then you find out, you know, it's like it's like a zombie husband and their partner. Um I love that. A little like a little two-phase boss fight because the first phase is like a little objective thing where you're trying to get the little cake and then the second mm-hmm, fight mm-hmm. is the hus- the corpse husband absolutely trying to wreck your whole thing. <laughs> and Just then the destroy that little pink, part- that little pink mm-hmm. puffball. <laughs> and then like you know be kind of cool is I'm I'm like a sucker. I think I think Luigi's Mansion did it where you're going up against, like, two people getting married, but it's like... Actually, no, it's not two people getting married. You go into a ballroom, and a bunch of the ghosts are dancing throughout the fight. And it yeah, would be just yeah, kind yeah. of cool if you have, like, if you have the, this this couple that's getting married, they're just, like, the, all of their fighting moves relate to, like, a, a wedding waltz or something like that. Like, they're... they're all of their attacks are dance-based, which feels kind of very kooky, Kirby, cutesy sort of vibe. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, these All are right. some decent it's... boss fights. Are you ready to talk about mm. a name? I am ready to talk about a name. Um... All right. I got one. I've got an idea. How do you feel about Kirby more than you can chew? More than you can chew. That's pretty good. It's, it's a little bit long. I feel like we need something that has a little bit more bite to it. All right. <laughs> Kirby, bite out of crime. <laughs> Bite out. but he's not he's not biting out of any crime he's committing the crime biting into crime or bite let's look you at some other kirby like, names okay we've okay. got kirby superstar kirby dreamland 3 kirby nightmare in dreamland kirby air ride Ooh. Kirby Canvas Curse, <laughs> Kirby Superstar Ultra, Wait, Kirby AJ. Triple Deluxe, Kirby Fighters AJ. Deluxe. Ker- Kirby is the nightmare in Dreamland. <laughs> this time he is, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I feel like you need something like bloody teeth, mashing bone, something like that. Um, Kirby game names. I think well we we don't want to nail the head, nail it too hard on the head. I think that there's some good mm. terminology that we could get with like bite or chew. I think Nash is a little grisly for our Kirby aesthetic. Okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. Ooh, what about like last bite? Like the last like uh cuz like a lot of people when they think Kirby, he does eat things. So like mm-hmm. saying bite kind of fits. So ha- Yeah, bite Ooh. bite's a word that we can slide oh, in no fuck. problem. AJ AJ Kirby Kirby the last meal. Kirby last meal's not bad, but that does feel a little bit like, is this the final Kirby game? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like our, uh, there's two endings to this game. Maybe there's you, there's a thing. Oh that yeah. The Meta Knight, the Meta Knight fight like... will be so incredibly difficult. Uh, I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. you know how like you'll play video games that have like an unwinnable boss fight at the very beginning of the game? Uh, yeah, like Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, it is possible to beat it, but it is so very, very difficult. This Mm -hmm. game will have a boss fight like that for Meta Knight. It will be an almost unwinnable boss fight. Um, Because, again, somebody has to put you down, and the player is going to feel that. Okay. Ooh. Oh, you know, be a fun one, too. Um... (laughs) Kirby Munch Crunch. Kirby Munch Crunch. <laughs> uh, super. Oh, here you go. Kirby Super Munch Crunch. Or Ultimate. Super. Or ult, 
What? Hey, wait. I've got a couple games over here that I've got three games in a row that have the word deluxe in it. So might I propose Kirby Munch Crunch Deluxe? Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. That's the name. Hell Kirby, yeah. Good job. Munch Fuck Crunch, yeah. Deluxe. Crunch Deluxe. There it is. That's a video game. <laughs> Feels cutesy. And you like look at the art. And it's just all. It's going to like, look like a normal blood. Kirby thing, except he has teeth. Except, yeah. Maybe his angry eyes. Maybe you use the angry eyes that he got and then teeth. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. All right, that's a game, dude. We ready for patch notes? Let's go to patch notes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. This week, we want to bring to light a couple of things we found and uh, a couple of links towards some really good causes that we would love to share with you all. Uh, one of the first ones I want to bring up is on GoFundMe. It's the Housing for Homeless Trans Indigenous uh, Community. Um, basically, it's a big charity page uh, dedicated towards helping out indigenous transgender youth and adults across the country, um, finding helping them out with homelessness and you know, just kind of taking them out of unsafe situations. And I, it's a GoFundMe I believe in, and you know, especially right now with Thanksgiving was this week, and that's a that's you know, it might be it, it, like for a lot of us, it's like oh, that's the time of pie and food and family, but for a lot of people, it's a time of mourning and remembrance, and um, I think that's something I I think we need to be more informed about. So go ahead and check out that GoFundMe. Um, has a lot of good info on there. And while we're on that topic, I also wanted to go ahead and kick out that if you've got a little bit more money to spare, the Native American Rights Fund is always accepting donations. They're a rights fund that has provided legal assistance to Native American tribes, organizations, and individuals nationwide. It, they've helped out on a lot of civil cases. They've helped out on a lot of legal battles to help secure Native rights, especially within uh, tribes. So all these communities are definitely looking for help. I know that COVID was a really, really rough time for a lot of those communities. And I know that, again, like Blake mentioned, Thanksgiving is a weird holiday. It's a great time for families, but it's not maybe the most incredible historically. We've been shoveled a lot of lies about what that holiday means and was and is. Yeah. So don't be afraid to educate yourself a little bit more about these things. Hey, we're all learning. Yeah, I didn't know like anything about really any of the Native American tribe stuff until I started actually looking into it because it was not something necessarily in our educational system. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. It's been an absolute blast as always. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>